Hello to anyone out there listening. My name is M.P. Bates, and this is the Spooky, Smutty, and Bloody podcast by yours truly, M.P. Bates. (sighs) Told myself I was going to do this. Now I'm trying to figure out how to start. My problem is, I don't have very many friends, so I'm used to just talking to myself. Um, I can only bore my boyfriend for so long, but before I started this, I never put into, before I started this, I didn't put much thought into the fact that I'd literally be sitting in my room alone with my cats, just talking to a microphone in front of my computer screen, just watching as it records. And in theory, this is a great idea, but also in theory, I feel like it's giving me more stage fright than it would if I was standing in front of a live audience. Because here, alone, in this room, I have so much time and quiet to just overthink and overlize every single word that I'm saying right now. Whereas if I was just sitting in front of everyone, I wouldn't have time. I would just have to think on the fly and hope for the best. But here I am, just winging it anyway. Hoping for the best. Before I get off track, I know no one came here to listen to me drone on about my poor self-image and self-esteem. Um, if you did, I'm sorry, but that's gotta end. Because I'd really like to get started on this little rant that I have in the back of my head. Now, if you know me in real life, and if you don't, then be glad. Um, by real life, I mean over the internet. Or if you've joined on any of my TikTok live videos, which again, I'm sorry if you have, but um, there's a rant that I've been going on since, you know, my first book came out. Um, And that rant is, should authors always write in the use of lube in male-male books? I myself, if you don't know who I am. My name is M.P. Bates, again, just like the intro said, so I don't know why I'm repeating myself. Um, I write male-male erotica romance, dark romance, and I happen to be one of those authors who don't always do that. So in today's episode, if you're interested in listening to this rant, if you've already listened to it, feel free to keep listening. Thank you if you do. Um, But if you're interested, then sit tight, because... I don't know how long this is going to last. So what even brought up me having this issue was I released my first book, Beautifully Broken, back in August of 2022, this year. And I had one particular review that really got to me. Not got to me in like a, oh my god, I should stop writing, why did I do this, everyone thinks I'm horrible way, but in a, really? Like, can can we sit down and talk about this kind of way? Because that person said that they enjoyed everything else about the book, but that they had to give me a one star because I didn't write in lube. And that I wrote in the use of blood as lube and cum also as lube. And that made them give me a one star. 
Now, before I continue on with the rest of this, I just need to say from my own heart that the use of cum or blood as lube is hot. Like, honestly, can, can we just not fool ourselves? Like, if you are a dark romance reader, you have to admit it's hot. And if it's not your thing, then that's perfectly fine. Like, you, you don't need to explain yourself. I understand. This isn't me saying that you need to think it's hot. This is just me saying that I think it's hot. So back to the original point before I derail once again. Since getting that review, I got a couple more that, that said the same thing. That were so bothered by the fact that they read my book and I didn't use lube. And my argument that I've been giving when talking about this, this subject, this thing that's been bothering me, is that as a reader, I read both male-male and male-female romance, um, whether it's spicy. Mm, who am I kidding? I don't read not spicy. I was about to say that. That would have been a lie. And we're here to be honest. In every book I read, specifically male-female, when I read that, it's about 90% of the time that I read that lube was used, specifically in the couple being intimate, the couple having sex. It's very rare that in a normal male-female book that I've read about that, because as a reader, as a biological woman myself, I understand that the biological female body is more oftentimes than not perceived stereotypically to be able to automatically be ready to go, wet, right off the gate, nothing else needed. We're just supposed to be good to go. Nothing else is needed. When in reality, that's not the case for everyone. That's not always true. That doesn't apply to everyone. But my issue here isn't to argue that authors don't do that with male-female books. It's to talk about why when I don't write in lube in a male-male book during an intimate sex scene, why that is perceived as the absolute end of the world. Where when I read books that have a sex scene, if lube isn't written in, me as the reader, I automatically assume if it's male-male that it was used, and if it's male-female, I assume that if it needed to be used, then it was most likely used. Now, as an author of male-male erotica, I, you know, I, I get into some spicy scenes, and I don't always include lube. When I feel it fits, I include it. In my first book, um, Beautifully Broken, there were scenes where I, like mentioned previously, used blood or cum. Um, because in my brain, when I was writing it, that was, that was hot as fuck. I, I wanted that to be in there. Now, in real life, where I'm not writing fiction books, um, I know 
that that is obviously so like far-fetched specifically for male-male intimacy. I'm not ignorant. I know the risks and harm that can be done to the male body if while being intimate, while having, you know, sex, um, if, if the proper precaution and lube and prep isn't used, that it can be harmful to the body. I know that. I absolutely 100% know that, that it is needed to have safe and effective intercourse with a man, man to man. I know that. But I'm talking about books here. I just I just wanted to get that on the table. When I'm when I'm talking like about this right now, this controversy about lube, I'm talking strictly about books. I'm not talking about, you know, real life. This isn't me arguing for it to be realistic in real life, because that's that's not the case. Everyone knows that. But I am just wondering why authors can get shamed. Because, you know, my book isn't the first male-male book where lube hasn't been written in. Every author does it or does not do it for a different reason. For me, my reason is, is that when I'm reading a book, sometimes it's it's a little awkward and really far-fetched to read about how all of a sudden lube appeared out of nowhere, even though these two people might be in the middle of the woods. Like, the guy just conveniently had it in his coat pocket. Um, in situations like that, it's just kind of, you know, you just have to tell yourself and assume that like, you know, if, if it was real, then it would have had to have been used and you just move on. Like when I'm reading, when it gets to one of those scenes, I'm just there for, for like the smut, like that, that's what I'm here for. So I'm not worrying about those fine details. I'm reading fiction because I want it to be fiction. So when little details like that happen, I know in the back of my head that in real life, absolutely would it need to be used. But I'm reading a book, writing a book, so it's kind of out of sight, out of mind if it's not written in, where I figure the author didn't want to write it in, or it's simply just not their writing style. Like for me, it really depends on the scene I'm writing. It depends on what emotions the characters are feeling, where they are, if they just had an argument, if it's a dubious consent, um, CNC, whatever it may be, it is completely situational. In my first book, admittedly, that one was, there was dubious consent. Um, if you've read Beautifully Broken, you probably know the trigger warnings. Um, but it just, it, it stuck with me and it's still kind of just sticking with me that I can get bad reviews simply because I didn't write in lube. And the same people that say, you know, you didn't write in lube. It's like, I know I didn't. I didn't for a reason. I didn't feel like I wanted to. I'm the author. I made that decision. I used, you know, other things like unrealistic things to literally just make the scene hotter um because again in my brain blood come is hot <laughs> in 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 a book in in a scene like that now again that's just that's just my opinion those are the types of book i read i or books i read um i i read darker romance so the fact that i got a review like that i mean 
yeah, you can have your opinion, but to tell me that you liked the book but could only give me one star because of that. And then there was another one telling me that I had no idea what I was doing because I didn't write it in. And it's like, I do know what I'm doing. I've researched. I've also had personal life experience. Um, I Should I go and rant about that? Should I throw that in here? Mm, I don't know. Because what if, what if my mom's listening? Mom, if you're listening, you probably shouldn't be. But like, mm, you know what? Scratch that. I am going to save that for another episode. Um, that just gave me another idea. I don't want to get off track again. But I've also, you know, wanted to talk about the, um, you know, comments on should people who identify as female write male male romance and erotica. I'm going to save that for another episode because I'd be here for hours. So we're going to keep this to the loop. I need to backtrack again and just get myself on topic. The entire point of what I'm talking about is that it, it bothers me that it's okay in the book community with most reviews I've read because, you know, I've, I've done some research because I wanted to see, is this just a male-male thing? Are there people justifying for it to always be written in male-female as well? And unfortunately, the only thing I can report is that it's not fought for male-female books. Um, which brings me to my point of the thing that bothers me. In my brain, when it comes to books, when it comes to real life, I believe that you should be intimate and be having sex with whoever you want to. I don't care if you are straight, gay, pansexual, whatever it may be that, that you identify as sexually, whoever you are intimate with, I do not care. It doesn't bother me. As long as it's consensual, you're happy, the other party is happy, that's all that matters to me. I'm one that doesn't really like to put label on things. I don't purposely like to, you know, ask about it. Um, if someone wants to tell me what their sexuality is, then, you know, it, it doesn't bother me. It's not something I specifically go out and look for. So the details of intimacy and sex with one person is theirs to discuss or not discuss if they would like to. And the reason I say that is because in my mind, when I'm reading a book, whether it's male-female, male-male, or more than either parties involved, whoever, whoever might be in that scene, in that intimate scene in the book that I'm reading or writing, I treat male-female books and male-male books the same in a fiction book. When I'm reading, if lube is not written in, I'm going to assume that it was used. If the person that was in that scene needed it, if it was needed, then I'm going to automatically assume that it was used. And again, maybe the author didn't want to include it, Maybe depending on the context of the scene, maybe it just, you know, 
because again, you know, books and dark romance that might involve dubious consent, things like that. You never know what the scene might be trying to portray in the fiction book. Um, maybe the author just didn't feel that it was needed to write it in to capture the scene, or maybe it just makes them uncomfortable. Because like I said, um, right now I'm working on a book that I haven't, you know, announced anywhere. And I've just been hinting every once in a while, but the book takes place in an abandoned asylum in the middle of the woods. Now, the main male character is been out here for 10 years, and not every scene that I'm writing involves Lou. Yes, the first one that is written into the book does involve it because the main male character doesn't know yet, you know how long it's been for the other main male character, what he prefers, none of that. So I just wrote it in because it was respectful of the characters. It was completely consensual and it, it made sense for the scene. Like I, I wrote it in and it made sense. It flowed. It wasn't awkward. But there might be other scenes where, you know, they're just about to get into it suddenly and if I all of a sudden write in, you know, he reached into his back pocket or, you know, reached into the mysterious table cabinet or whatever it may be that just suddenly appeared in the room that I haven't talked about before and grabbed the packet or bottle of lube and applied it to himself. That's just like an entire sentence or two that just breaks up the moment that has been building the entire chapter. And sometimes I just don't like to do that. I have nothing wrong with writing it in, and I also have nothing wrong with not writing it in. But what I don't like is people who specifically say that they love the book, that they love the book. But because the author simply didn't mention lube in a fiction book, that it completely ruined it for them. I understand you can have opinions and preferences when reading, but you shouldn't yuck someone else's yum. If someone uses cum as lube, don't, you know, don't shame someone for that. It's fiction. As a male male author, to any other male male authors out there, like, I'm assuming that we all know and should know first and foremost, but that's another thing I would not want to get into on, you know, this episode. As an author of male-male romance who is not biologically or identifying as a male, I know the precaution and safety when it comes to, in real life, male-male sex. I know that. I know what it entails. I know what should be done, and I know how it should be done safely to make sure that both parties are not injured, no one's hurt, there's no tearing, ripping, anything like that. Because... It can be very painful if lube is not used in real life for men um, or for anyone participating in, you know, that type of intimacy. Um, I know that. And I firmly believe that if, you know, a male-male author is writing male-male erotica, that they should, in fact, 100% also know that and understand that. But when it comes to fiction, when you're writing it hypothetically in a book, 
you just have this scene in your head and you're writing it and you're just typing away. If you don't want to include it, I feel like that is okay. If it's out of context or would make the book seem clunky in that scene, then as a reader, you should be able to assume that it was used. Because like I said before, if it needs to be used, I always assume that it's used. Um, whether I'm reading male-female, male-male, doesn't matter to me. Um, I see, you know, both intimate scenes not as equal, but I read them with the same respect to the author, to the fictional characters in the book. I read them with the same respect, and if it needs to be used, I'm going to assume that it's used. For whatever reason it wasn't written in, I'm just going to... You know, again, I feel like I've said the word assume at least a hundred times. Um, I'm just going to assume that it's there. If it's needed, it's going to be there. So this isn't me stating that I'm absolutely never, ever going to not write in lube. Like I said, there will be scenes where I do and there will be scenes where I don't. It really just depends on the context. It depends on what I'm writing, who the characters are, what moment they're having together, it really just depends. And if I write in cum as lube, then that's because I think it's hot. It's in, and it made sense um, in whatever scene I was writing. Or if I'm writing another dark romance like I am now, and I write in blood being used as lube, then again, in my mind, this is my official opinion, I think it's hot. Like, reading it, writing it doesn't matter that that's just my personal opinion and again if you don't think that then that's perfectly okay I'm not gonna tell you you're wrong because I'd respect and hope that you wouldn't tell me that I'm wrong because when we're reading books no one has the right to tell someone what they should and shouldn't read no author has the right to tell an author what they should and shouldn't write within reason obviously I don't mean like you you can't tell someone that they can't write a really really controversial offensive, you know, book. I'm I'm not saying that at all. I just mean when it comes to like, you know, spicy scenes. Um so within reasons, author not within reasons. Within reason, author shouldn't tell other authors what to write and what not to write. Um everyone's just here to have a good time. Whether you're reading light, fluffy romance, dark romance, in between, it doesn't matter. Most of the time, if you're reading male, male erotica, you're there for one thing and one thing only. So if you're reading a book where blood is used as lube and you think it's hot, then, you know, you should, you know, be my friend. But aside from that, if you're reading a book and you think, eh, I don't really like that, I don't, I don't like the idea of that being used as lube. That's just, that doesn't sit right with me. Then don't, don't finish the book. Maybe skip the scene. But also don't go leave a one-star review for that author telling them specifically that it is an absolute horrible book because they use that. Because that's, that's just what doesn't sit right with me. That's what's not right. Is that specific personal opinion on your preference being the result of a one-star review. Everyone has the right to review a book how they want, as do I, but 
that being the sole reason just kind of seems, you know, like, like a slap in the face to me. Especially if you say that you love the book otherwise. I just don't feel that that's right. Um, if, if you're one of those people that, that does that, then, you know, if, if that's just what you feel makes you feel better about that book and about reading that thing that you didn't like, then there's obviously nothing I can do about it. I'm just giving my opinion. I can't go and change that. I can't force someone or anyone to review how I want them to review because I, I review my own way too. I have my own rating scale on how I rate the book, the spice, whatever it may be. But in my opinion, again, this, this, you may think different and that's perfectly okay. But in my opinion, I feel like your review specifically, this again, we are specifically talking about lube and the use of blood or cum as lube along with that. If your review is a one star, even though you loved the book, you state that you loved the book, but then you only rated it one star only because one scene in the book, one or two scenes, whatever it may be, use those things as lube. That to me is just, that. that's just a little far-fetched. That's just a little offensive, like a slap in the face where it's like, yeah, I loved your book, but you wrote in this one thing that I didn't like, and because you didn't tailor to my needs, I'm giving you a one star, shame on you, bad. Instead of just saying, hey, I love this book, I didn't really like that this was written in, but someone else might like it. You know, here's my honest opinion on the rest of the book that I loved. Here's my rating for that. Um, I feel like that's what, that's what should be done instead. But again, just my opinion. And also, if you have read a male-female book that specifically includes the use of lube with, you know, again, a male-female intimate scene, please DM me on Instagram, TikTok. It's at Megan. Megan is spelled M-E-A-G-A-N. Bates, B-A-T-E-S, author. So Megan Bates, author. And please give me the title because I would love to read the book and prove myself wrong because it still just blows my mind that people can read male-female books and get to an intimate scene and not have any issue that it wasn't used and that almost every one is assumed that it's not needed. It's never written in, but it's it's all fiction. I know that. So I guess, you know, I can't have one thing and not have the other or whatever. But I'm just curious to know if anyone's ever read a book where it was in there. But again, as just a disclaimer to mention again, my cat just sneezed and I don't feel like editing that out right now, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Um, but if, like, if you read a book and it has something in it that you don't like, someone else might really like that. Everyone can read what they want to read, and that's the beauty in reading, is that what you like is completely different than what someone else likes, and that's okay. 
because we're all just here to read books and enjoy them, no matter what genre, no matter what author, no matter what trigger warnings or no trigger warnings. None of that matters because at the end of the day, we all enjoy reading. Everyone, not just with reading, has things that they like and they don't like, things they like to read, don't like to read. Just as authors have things that they like to write, they don't like to write, genres they like to write, and genres they don't. Everyone is entitled to that. No one deserves to shame someone for what they like or don't like. I do not believe in that at all. You can like what you want in a book, and you can like what you don't like or wait. No. I'm also not going to edit that out either, just so you can understand how my brain works. You can like what you want. I'm never going to shame you. And if anyone shames you, then I am sorry. That is a toxic person. Um, but you can also choose to not read what you don't like. You can choose to not write what you don't like. It, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we're all just here to read whatever twisted, dark, fucked up book or light and fluffy book that we want. And that's all that matters. So whether you like books with lube or no lube, that is completely okay. And if you're an author listening to this and you write in lube or you don't write in lube, that's also okay. Because we can each do you know, what we're comfortable with. Everyone can do what they're comfortable with, whether it's reading, writing, whatever. So if you ever pick up any one of my books and you're reading it and you're enjoying it and you get to a scene where lube is not mentioned, this is just me putting another disclaimer out there. Please know that if you read one of those scenes of mine and it's not mentioned, please while you're reading it, assume that it was used. Because again, I know that in the real world, it would need to be used. Absolutely, 100% need to be used. So if it's not written in, again, please assume that it was used. And if something that is not lube is used as lube, just replace that word with whatever you need it to be. Or just don't continue reading the book if it makes you uncomfortable, because I don't want anyone to be uncomfortable ever. If you read any one of those scenes in one of my books that, you know, may have already been published or might be published in the future, and that makes you uncomfortable, then I don't I don't want you to be uncomfortable. If you don't like it, um, I'm going to start including it as a trigger warning. If it's not used at all in the book or if it's only mentioned sometimes, I'm going to start putting it as a trigger warning because at the end of the day, even if I have a strong opinion about someone shaming me for not using it, um, I also realize that it, it might make some readers sensitive if it's not used. I want to respect everyone. I don't want anyone uncomfortable. So I'm going to start writing it in as a trigger warning from now on if it's not used. And maybe that's just what authors should start doing. I don't know. I don't know if it is. I haven't come across it. But I'm going to start doing it. I'm going to start writing it in as a trigger warning on my book. If it is used or not used. Um, and yeah, that entire 30 minute rant was based off of like three reviews that I've gotten for my first book, Beautifully Broken. Which, just because I just mentioned the name of it. Um, if you haven't heard already, I am in the process of getting that re-edited. 
Um, there will be some slight changes, some things won't change, but there's going to be a lot of heavy changes with spelling, grammatical errors, all of those fun things are being changed. Um, I'm hoping to have it republished as a second edition in early 2023. Um, my lovely editor is currently having a field day going through it. And then I also have a running list thanks to reviews, like critical reviews that were on Goodreads, a running list of all the comments that people put that they thought would improve the book. Even if, you know, even if it was a negative review, I took note of everything that I could to help make the book better. Because even through all the bad reviews, there was so many people who tell me that they loved the book. They looked past all the mistakes and they were there for the smut and that's, that's all they came for and that's what they got. Because at the end of the day, the one thing that that book was good at was the smut. There is no plot. I already knew there wasn't a plot. I wrote it. But yes, there was a lot of mistakes. And I know, and I took note of it, and I appreciate all those bad reviews that are helping me to now become a better writer. I just released my second book. Um, this isn't what this podcast is about, but I just released my second book um, on Halloween, Nightmares of a Pollen. Um, and I can confidently say that my writing has drastically improved since my first. I'm currently working on my third. It's another novella. I'm not going to say anything else about it. Um, and my writing, again, has already drastically improved. And that's thanks to a combination of writing every day, coming up with new ideas and scenes and dialogues and challenges. But it's also a big thanks to all those one and two star reviews that tell me that my writing is really bad and here's why. Because I sit and read those and I take notes and I think to myself, okay, what can I do to make sure I don't get this review again? What can I do to prove to this person that I listened to them and I made those changes? I made an effort. Because um, that is important to me, is being ever-changing and always improving what I'm doing. I just went off on a four-minute tangent, and I apologize. <laughs> that was not lube-related. I know. I know. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I need lube running through some of my negative reviews because, boy, do they hit fucking hard, and they hurt. And I wish that I would go into them more prepared, but, you know, whoever's writing my life story right now, please start including... The use of lube while I'm reading my reviews, that would be very helpful. But anyway, I did it. There it is. 34 minutes of content that I managed to pull out of my ass and do. Or speak. Talk. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. But I did it. I told myself I wanted to do this. I've been wanting to make a podcast for so fucking long. But again, I don't really like, have anything to talk about in my real life. My real life is so boring. I'm a mom. I have a boyfriend, and they're both great. I have two cats. But aside from that, all I do is sit here and read books and write, and I play Disney Dream World on my Switch, and that that's about it. <laughs> that That's literally my life. So I thought I was never going to have anything interesting enough to talk about, but now here I am, a published author, and now I have things to talk about. 
now that I'm out in the world and I have a following and people seem to enjoy my stuff and enjoy me as a person. This is going to be another outlet for people to get to know me, get to hear my voice, get to hear me just talk about things, you know, books I'm reading, rants, whatever it may be. And if you have any suggestions or things you want me to talk about, then let me know. Again, um, message me on Instagram, TikTok. I also have a Facebook group. It's called MP Bates Reader Support Group. The link's in my TikTok bio and my Instagram bio if you want to join it. I post tons of spoilers in there. I talk to people. I do my best to be active on there. Um, feel free to join that as well. But message me anywhere you can and tell me what you thought about this, what you want me to talk about. Um, and if you're someone who wants to come on and talk to me, I'm working on details on how to record the audio for me and someone else because I do want to have other people on here. I want to have readers. I want to have other authors. I'm also going to record some episodes with my editor from time to time. So she will be frequent on here. But I want to, I don't want it to be just me. So if anyone has any suggestions, please let me know. I am always open for options and suggestions and ideas. I'm new at this. I'm trying my best. I'm going to keep trying my best. So just let me know. I'm always here. My DMs are always open. Um, even if you want to reach out and just say hi and be like, hey, I agree with you or I don't agree with you. Um, I'm always here to talk, no matter what it is. I'm not trying to get sappy. That's just who I am as a person. So yeah, again, my social handles for TikTok and Instagram are Megan Bates Author. If you're already following me, then thank you. I appreciate it. If you're not, if you want to consider doing that, I would also really appreciate it. I try to work hard for what I'm doing and, um... I always like to have people be able to stay as updated as they possibly can. And also, you know, give this podcast a like and a follow. Um, that would help me out. My goal in this isn't to have, you know, a bunch of listeners. If I can get one person to listen, then I would be so happy. This is just going to be an outlet for me to talk. It's just going to basically be my own personal therapy. So even if if it's, if it's at this point, I'm 38 minutes in and not one single person is still listening, then that's okay. Because I just talked out a rant to myself and it was like therapy. It was like free therapy in my own bedroom alone with my cats. So that's all I need and I will be perfectly content. So I'm going to wrap it up now. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I don't have a posting schedule yet. If I do, I will update on all my socials. But yeah, thank you for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful and beautiful day, night, afternoon, whatever time it is where you are.